Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to KPC Underground. Aaron here. I am your host for this show. Hey, it's the podcast that we do right underneath the stage here at Kirkland Performance Center. And you might be able to hear in the background, there's music going on up there because we we have a show tonight. And I'm very excited to be here with Azam Ali from Niaz. Welcome and thank you for joining us here Thanks, today. Thanks, Aaron. This is um, fun. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and this is the first podcast we're doing while there's like actual music going on upstairs. This isn't exactly a soundproof studio down here. We like to keep things professional, but this is just a test of like, you know, how good we are at trying to isolate our sound and everything. So it'll be an adventure, but, uh, but it's I appreciate real. You it's like, us. you know, the yeah. sound check happening, even if it leaks through here, exactly. it's, a, it's a real, you're capturing a very real moment of us being here together. We're, we're, we're like, it's like we're back, we're backstage at the, yes. at, the at the festival, you know, yes. kind of a thing. So, uh, I don't want to keep you too long, but I, I wanted to kind of, uh, just ask you a few questions Absolutely. about, um, your experience and your creativity and things like that. So your music for people who are maybe new to, uh, Niaz is sort of this fusion of electronic music with, uh, a lo- you know, a lot of these traditional sort of Persian instruments and lyrics and, um, Sufi poetry and things like that. And you have some original lyrics as well. What inspired you to kind of come up with that, that combination and what is, um, I guess what's inspiring about that combination to you and your creativity? Well, I was born in Iran and I grew up in India since the age of four. And then I moved to the U.S. when I was 15. And as soon as I came to the U.S., I started exploring a lot of electronic music. It just, Mm. it just something about it resonated with Mm. me. And um, I'm I'm always interested in juxtaposition of putting things of juxtapositioning things that don't necessarily belong together. So yeah. you know you would not think that you know these ancient instruments would work mm. against you know electronics. And finding that medium, you know, mm. when we began Niaz originally with our original member Carmen Rizzo. Um, you know, nothing like this really existed in mm. the Persian genre. The Indian mm. in the Indian music scene, they had already they were way ahead of their mm. time. And because I'd grown up in India, so the Asian underground movement right. was a big part of you know sort of my my listening um, uh, habits. But um, what interested me about it is bringing the ancient to the mm. future. So also choosing very old folkloric music. Yeah. And uh, old poetry, mystical poetry that that had very universal meanings. They were not religious, but they were spiritual, Mm. so everybody could relate to them. And then bringing this element of of modernism to it. And in that process, also telling the story of what it's like for us as immigrants coming from these ancient traditions and assimilating into Western civilization. Mm. Right. Mm. That's so interesting. I mean... You're, I mean, the, you said something there that was like um, spiritual, but not necessarily not, not necessarily religious. I, how do you see that distinction for you personally? For me, the distinction is uh, it's much more person. It's a much more personal mm. inward journey as opposed mm. to you know if you're religious. Uh, it's a much more external expression. You know, mm. you have this community. You go to church. You go to temple. And you have this community that you are part of and you pray together and it's a lot of outward right. um, expression and experiences. Uh, not to say that they don't have an inner journey, but whereas when right. you're spiritual, 
you may not have that. Mm. Uh, a lot of people don't even like to talk about what their beliefs are. And it doesn't mean they don't have any. It just means, you know, I, I always say your spiritual life should be like your sex life. It's private, you know. Right. And when people ask, sometimes it's amazing. People will just ask me point blank. Are you this? Are you that? Yeah. And I would never think to ask somebody what their you know, it's as personal yeah. as your, you know, right. intimate life. I right. don't, I just don't mm. think of it that way. That's interesting. Yeah. So you, I mean, you mentioned you were, you were born in Iran, you grew up in India and, um, and then you moved to the States when you were 15. What role do you see sort of geography and culture play for you? And then how has your, I guess, how has your creativity or your music changed, um, over the years as you've, um, I don't know, as you've sort of lived here, you know, for a while, ha has it, you know, has the culture of America, if there is a culture here, um, um, influenced that at all in, in some way? Or how do you see the, I guess, the role of, of geography and culture when it comes to creativity? Well, I'm, I've always thought of myself more as a global citizen. Yeah. I, I don't feel at home in any one particular place, mm. but I feel at home everywhere. And sure. America has been incredibly kind to me because... Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, you know, I, I think about this a lot. Would I have been able to do what I have been able to do in any other country? You know, mm. maybe Europe. I have European mm -hmm. friends uh, friends who are also Iranian or Indian or Arab and they live in Europe and I, I see them struggle, you know, in the arts scene. And I wonder um, if maybe it was easier for me because I was in America. Right. And, mm. and, I, and I think the, the greatest thing about being here is we may have to do <laughs> this really all over again. They're really going up there, yeah. We'll see. It's the base, <laughs> it's you the know? It's the base. You got to have that ba you we gotta gotta have have the base. base. We're all about that base here. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, I, uh, the thing is, if you have a great idea and if you're a visionary and you're able and you're willing to work incredibly hard, mm. there is a lot of room to grow in America where I think yeah. in a lot of other places in the world you mm. can have all of the above but um, the, the ceiling is just so low yeah. and then it, you get to a point where you just can't break through it. Right. So to answer the question in a sort of long roundabout way, I think that uh, we began with a certain idea of wanting to tell our story as Iranian immigrants coming from this ancient culture, assimilating yeah. into a sort of Western modern culture. And then as we be starts telling our story, um, what was odd is majority of our audience ended up being non-Iranians. Huh. You know, the yeah. Iranians came a lot later or the Indians came hmm. a lot later. And we realized that we were t actually telling a very universal story right. about the human mm. experience. And that began to influence the way we start creating music and then we expanded. So now our music really kind of right. covers a lot of regions in the Persian Gulf area. Turkish, you know, we perform a lot of Turkish music, there's right. Turkish instruments on stage, there's Arab uh, Arabic music, Arabic instruments, Indian, you know, I grew up in India, so that's always yeah. an integral part of my expression. So it's a yeah. kind of mixture, and I think if that doesn't describe what America is, I don't know what what yeah. does. You know, it, well, we no, are that, a melting pot. Well, no, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is you 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 know, you said you don't don't feel like you really belong anywhere necessarily, or you feel like you belong everywhere. I do feel like that is kind of a uniquely American thing. I think America itself, you know, is a very young country, obviously, and is still kind of, you know. Uh, trying to find what, what its identity is, you know, and, and that's being kind of written every day by, um, by all, all the kinds of different people who live here. So I wanted to drill down on one more thing you said, um, 
which was, you know, kind of this universal experience of music. And I, and I do think, you know, I listened to your music quite a bit over the last couple of days and, you're you know, like, it the, sucks. The word, no, <laughs> I'm just I really kidding. didn't like it. No, obviously it's like very cool. And, and I think it's, you know, sometimes with music that's not necessarily, you know, super westernized or whatever, it maybe there's an adjustment period or whatever, but I felt like I understood the, the feeling of it kind of right away. And even, you know, I looked up Niaz means yearning in, or is, is that, is that the right translation for Absolutely, it? Absolutely. Sort of yeah. And I feel in like so many I, languages. Could he- I could hear that, you oh, know, I could hear that's, the, that's wonderful. the yearning. And I think that's, you know, in, especially in your vocals, obviously. And, and even though I don't understand the, the lyrics are in, di- you know, a different language. Most, most of the songs, I think probably all the songs, but but I felt like I could hear, I guess, yeah, the the longing, the yearning for something. Uh, what is that thing for you? And why do you think that is such an integral part of your music and music in general? Oh, my God, that becomes such a philosophical question, yeah. you know, and an existential one yeah. at the same time, because... You know, the word yearning doesn't quite capture what niaz means, but it's the closest thing. Mm. And I love that word because it has the same meaning in all the languages I sing in, Turkish, you know, Urdu, Farsi. It's it's mm. kind of a very universal word. And it's a kind of a spiritual longing. It's something, mm, mm. It's, it's this feeling that you have as a human being that that you feel that there's something more to this experience, but you can't mm. quite put your finger on it. And some people go to religion for it some people go to music some people people become devout hedonists you know yeah it's a it's a kind of like it's it's just becomes your own personal journey of what it is that you are trying to get at but the whole point is that there is we are trying through the arts whether it's through poetry through Mm. music through painting or writing we're trying to capture what the human experience is what is what is it to be human what is it this being you know just being in this world and i think that really fundamentally it becomes about that about kind of trying to find the right emotion and words and rhythm and melody to capture what it is to really be human but to want something more than that because deep down you feel that there's something more than that right Hmm. wow yeah i mean i i feel that too and i think i mean that's why i think it is it does feel it feels it feels right to and that feels like you know music feels like the right or just like a really easy avenue to express that kind of universal longing for whatever that is you know Absolutely. we're all we're all like longing for something whatever it is love you know um connection and and if you want to call that you know some some kind of communication with something divine or something just more out there something you you, you want to understand your place in the universe sort of a thing but it's so. also you that keyword connection you Mm-mm. but you know that connection also happens you know also we live in a society that is so constantly we are isolated where we just keep it just seems like every day something new is invented that makes us mm. isolate even more and more yes. and i think we crave connection right. you know we crave it so much and mm, mm. that's why a place like social media exists but it's a false reality it does not give you mm. that true human connection that is absolutely the life force that it's it's what makes right. it's what really makes us human and mm. for me social media is a perfect example of something that removes humanity you know people allow themselves to behave in ways to say and do things um, right in in the in the sort of 
fantasy world that they wouldn't necessarily in yeah. the real world and that for me just strips away at our humanity mm. so i think you know the arts become uh, very important and they are becoming more important uh, as we even modernize even more and yeah. and the other aspect of it which is very important to me is i come from a culture that you know nowadays is always in the news iran is in the news every day yeah. because of what is happening and it's now iran is has become the symbol of religious extremism what happens to a country when it is ruled by religion and not by human beings you know mm. and um i think that when you live in a secular society and you have the freedom of expression i've never sang in my own country that of birth mm. you know mm. it's illegal for women to sing in iran right. so i've never sang there but i and for that reason alone i think the appreciation for living in a secular society mm. and be, being able to express myself freely um becomes so important because yeah. in a secular society music and art is becomes our guiding light right. it, even if people mm -hmm. don't want to have religion in their life yeah art can be a guiding light yes. for us you know right wow that that's yeah really well said and i totally resonate with that as well and I could talk to you for like an hour, but I know I have to let you go because you have to actually, they're probably asking for you up there right now to come no, and sound check. No, it's okay. Whatever. I love these conversations gonna, because yeah. these are so, these are really what what's what matters, you know, the idea behind the music. And and I love when, not, I love nothing more when I hear what you said that you have no idea what I'm singing about, but yeah. you feel something. Right. And to me, that's the beauty of music. It's yeah. the most esoteric of the arts right. because you can't, it's not tangible. It's not tangible mm. like anything else. Um, you cannot see it like even poetry I'm a, a huge poetry fanatic but I, I, I love words but you can see them I can I can mm. capture them but you can't capture music you know it's so esoteric and so ephemeral mm. and and it's supposed to be felt and I love yeah. and I, maybe that happened to me because I grew up in India and I had no idea about the language and I just would hear this mm. music and it just moved me so much and um Later, I, I got introduced to Renaissance choral music and same thing. I had no idea what they were singing about, but it resonated with me. And yeah. that's when I realized that actually music is better almost when it doesn't, you don't understand huh. it. You can assign your that, own meaning mm. to it, you know? Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> well, thank you so much thank for you. sitting thank down with us. Thank you for having me. And be sure to go and uh, follow Niaz and their their travels and all, you know, see them in a city near you. I'm not sure if you're all on tour right now or, you know, traveling around or whatever, but be sure definitely everyone listening out there and watching to, um, to check out their music. I'm going to put their link on the screen here and in the, uh, in the notes below. And Azam, thank you so much for thank sitting you, down with us. Are you ready and to go upstairs and have some fun now? We're ready. We're, we're, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. Do it. All right. Let's go. Thanks everybody. Thanks Good for night. listening. Good night. Bye everyone. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for KPC Underground. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting KPC at kpcenter.org slash donate. Your generosity helps us keep this and other programs going at Kirkland Performance Center. Be sure to check out our website for the latest events coming up. And hey, we'd also love to hear from you. Please rate our podcast, like, subscribe, comment, do all that stuff. And if you have a specific question or an idea for a show, email us at podcast at kpcenter.org. Thanks for listening.